opens her eyes and that like this okay that this panel right here with her looking up into his eyes and him being like what two inches from her face it got me it got me i was like all right all right i'm shipping it Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. And welcome to episode 146 of Purple Hyacinth with Mem. Hi, how's it going? All right, so this is a great episode for shippers and theorists alike. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, yeah, so wait, are you, um, I guess, establish a fact? Are you, do you prefer the Kiwi ship or the Loki ship or the like Ly- Lila Lucas ship, which I forgot their name, like Loki Lila? I forgot their, I forgot their ship. <laughs> i'm on the like if it starts getting there okay i can i can roll with it type shit but i i will say i like lauren and kieran together a lot i don't i haven't decided yet if they are just like two broken people needing like support like friendship wise or just like i don't know if i want to romantic yet i haven't decided (laughs) uh it's it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard one that's like my my biggest one is like do they really need to be in a relationship when they're that traumatized or do they just need a friend who understands they need a very 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 good friend also known as your romantic partner yep well you know (laughs) I'm, i'm okay i'm like down for whatever right now and i'm just going to see where they take where you know where it the story takes us right now you know I'm gonna save and we're gonna go into the story and later on I'll let you know more how I think about it I'm yawning at the beginning of the episode which (laughs) usually happens at the end (laughs) all right so we are um actually kind of unrewinding a little bit in the hospital we're going back to um a little bit before well, the chat events at the end. And we have um, Will and Kim in the hospital. They're standing by the window and they're looking at each other or rather now Kim's looking at the window and she says, it's crazy how close we are now. I hope the army gets there on time. And Will's looking at her with the softest look in his eyes. Oh Oh my my gosh. gosh. Like how did they, how did they draw that? Like seriously. It is like the sweetest, like, candy like cotton candy look I've ever seen in my life it's so sweet that I can't handle it I know I'm trying I, to, how do they do it it's like I think a little bit furrowed a little smile I think it's like the the eyes are a little wider I don't know how do you I don't know I haven't drawn expressions but I like no uh, I don't know it's just so sweet like what what, what is it um whenever like I watch K-dramas or stuff like that like they when they say like these two like the like usually the, the leads are looking at each other like it says the honey is dripping out of their eyes and I can see it with Will like the honey is dripping out of that man's eyes like that's a nice horrible mm, so sweet he loves her oh my gosh I don't know when he'll admit it but 
needs to be soon. Yes. See you around later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says the investigation took quite um, an unexpected turn. And she says, yeah, lots of unexpected turns. Look and at the way she's like, at him. look at the way she's looking up at him. Just, you know, like, it's not, there's no honey zipping out of her eyes, but it's very trusting. And the fact that they're so close, she's in her hospital gown, which is, is pretty vulnerable. That's all she yeah. looks like this. I think that she's, she trusts him a lot at this point and she feels safe with him. It's like, it's not like, you know, like the sweet look that he's giving her, but it's almost like, it's just like such a vulnerable look, like, which is saying something for Kim, in my opinion, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Right. She's usually, you know, flippant and funny and sarcastic, but here in Zany, here she's just being genuine. And, and mm. quiet right right the shared look the next panel is just them looking at each other in their eyes how she's like slightly looking up at him and he's just like looking kind of down at her oh kill me now as my nine-year-old would say i'm a little sweeted out you know whatever she's like <laughs> a ton of candy it's just so it's too sweet it's almost too sweet yeah it's too sweet for kim because she is apparently <laughs> rendered uncomfortable and she turns away so she's not ready for this level of intimacy yet, but she better be one day. <laughs> Maybe like two episodes from now, she used to be ready for it. <laughs> Maybe you're like, okay, so Loki, very, very slow burn. Kiwi, we can put them on, you know, raise the heat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she coughs. Ugh, I wanted to be out of the hospital already. I'm sure she's frustrated. Oh, yeah. And she picks up the music box and she says, you remembered. And by the way, the music, there's music going on and it is beautiful. It is a Halloween version of the lullaby apparently, but it's really nice. I mean, the lullaby is a beautiful tune. So, oh, I just realized it's probably, no, okay. I was trying, I was thinking if it's, if the, it's going to be public by Halloween, but I guess not. Anyway, close enough. <laughs> and it's, um, we focus on the music box. It's beautiful. It's very nice. And now we move on to Blair. So now we know that this is, you know, a little bit before the uh, end of last episode. He's hooked up and um, the nurse comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like a time for your payment, Mr. Blair. <laughs> he's not even looking at her. He's look, he looks very depressed. I think he's like, well, my game, my, my goose is cooked. <laughs> like, he looks so nervous. That man is just like, it's like the thousand yards there going on. Like, he, he knows. Like, he knows he's done. I know, right? Yeah, he he has no options. I mean, by the way, the APD literally just said, we'll protect you. And they did it. Someone pointed out, so I was on the Discord just now, and someone pointed out, they're like, why didn't the APD keep better track of who was going in and out of the room? They should have like, hey, a hospital, like give us, you know, one nurse, that's it. One nurse that you really trust. No one else goes in and out. They literally have guards. (laughs) I I know, like, I don't know. This just goes back to my theory from last time that I think Urban is is not who he says he is. Oh. So I don't know. Well, even if it's March, which as you know, basically here and Ellie suggests it's either Herman or March. Either way, maybe you'd be right. Maybe it's deliberate. Maybe whoever the mole is let Bella go through. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I sus as my as my kids would say it's sus, sus. <laughs> i actually learned that from ph by the way <laughs> from you know, 
my 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 13 year old tells me that I need to use more hip lingo and I was like um excuse me child I think I know these terms way better than you I was that person thank you but anyway so you're gonna hear me say more of it because apparently I'm not cool enough anymore so <laughs> yeah like dude you know what's cool paying your bills and having a job <laughs> what <laughs> yeah <laughs> although I can only do the latter but anyway <laughs> so our dear Bella uh, administers something in his uh, system, which is not a pink color. <laughs> it's actually a pain enhancer, at least for a yeah. few seconds. The way that like those guards don't even look at her though, as she comes out, like don't even like take stock in her at all. Right. Um, someone was asking, so is that Jason over there? Right. I think he has that type of beard. Jason, I think so. The detective. Yeah, and the other guy, well, he's so generic. I, I don't know what we might have seen him before, but I'm you know, not bothering to go look back at Mr. Generic APD officer. <laughs> right, right. Jason could be an option too, someone that we need to keep an eye out for. We already are, are inclined not to like him because he said something negative to Lauren. So may as well make maybe him a mold too. Maybe there's more than one. We don't know. Yeah. Well, as we see later, there's definitely. More than one because there's Kieran. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> Besides him, he doesn't count at the moment. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> and we see, we go back, we see Lauren that, you know, Lauren actually is paying attention to the nurse. She goes away, you know, she laughs, and then we have the attention, attention, code blue, Bloxy, Charlie, room eight, level two, and we have a bunch of nurses coming in. Blair is. That is like that was traumatic reading through it for the first time. I'm like, what? You know, like, like that is so traumatic looking. So just FYI, people, before you read, if you are watching this before you read, hopefully you read this first. But yeah, yeah super traumatic. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's funny. Please let me know if you listen to the podcast and and don't read the story because that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, they want they want our maybe they want our input first, but <laughs> I don't know flattered <laughs> but but skeptical <laughs> yeah so he is yes quite gorily and there's lots of blood all over him and yeah he's gone from the world goodbye oh he's spasming actually still yeah he's like in the process of dying very 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 gruesomely <laughs> like yeah the nurse uh who's coming in is just like uh horrified and he's gagging and she see blood and scruff <sighs> And we have, um, is that Herman or is that the guard that was near it, near on the left side? I feel like that was the guard that was on the other side, the one without the beard, but I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, okay. Right? Gener too generic to tell. And she says, immediate backup needed at McIntyre Hospital. And Lauren is also on the radio. Code Silver. All wards initiate immediate lockdown. Code Silver. But she says, I saw the nurse get out of the room. Roughly 5'10", light skin, rust brown eyes. Brown hair attached in a bun at the base of the neck. Might be a wig. Thank you, Lauren. I'm glad you are clever. <laughs> I feel yeah. like she's the only one that actually notices anything. I mean, I know they're not all detectives, but come on. <laughs> yeah, and we see this uh, nurse crouched over there, the blonde wig. For a second, I was like, wait, is that Bella? Like, did she switch wigs so fast? That's but what I, I thought, too. Yeah. I think it's just a nurse who's, like, scared. Yeah. Yeah, and then we some time passes already, and Lauren says to Herman, it's been two hours. None of the suspects correspond to her. She's probably already long gone. Oh, well. That was fast, man. She's fast, because they... Oh, she's 
Right. Oh, she's just, I was gonna say she's a circus performer. Like, who knows? She could have like just like jumped out the window, you know? <laughs> like, let's be real. She could have like ditched her clothes and jumped out the window. <laughs> right, exactly. She is skilled. And Herman is annoyed and says, Well, it's the lockdown. Dispatches are still on the lookout at the hospital's periphery. She says, I'll join the search party. Thank you, officer. And she's outside. Uh, that looks like Cooper again, if it's uh, his Abraham Lincoln beard is any indication. <laughs> and people are still looking around outside. And then, you know, we have a little bit of break. We see the red and blue of the APD lights. And people are, you know, this car station on the outside of the hospital looks like Will, just because he's blonde. I don't know, a bunch of officers outside. And yeah. Lauren's sitting on a bench. And I love, you know, the whole lighting and the smoke. It's, it's cold as <laughs> I guess her, you know, her breath is mystifying, mystifying. I don't know what it was called, sublimating. And um, yeah, she, she looks exhausted. She looks sad. She's probably disappointed. She's like sweating a little bit, you know, like that's the thing is that like it's cold enough to see her breath, you know, but she's like sweating and her, I think her ear is like slightly pink. I can't know if you can't tell or not, or if you can tell or not. Always, um, I noticed it once and I was like, what is it always like that? And people are like, yeah, actually their ears are always pink <laughs> like that. And I just never yeah, noticed. I haven't noticed, so maybe I was like, but it looks like she's been working hard despite it being like freezing apparently, so <laughs> Right. And she sighs. She lifts her head back on the bench. She's upset. I mean, you know, Blair just slipped out right from under their hand. And she apparently knew it was Bella right away. I think that's why she said she said that it was could be a wig because. Oh, yeah, I think. Well, I think she did. I'm I'm fairly certain because she did get a good look at her face. It looks like so at least from the side. I'm sure she, you know, whatever she realized i don't know if she saw blair necessarily but that quickly i assume she would because the second you look at him she knows okay that's uh the poison victim you know the same as bella's others victims mm-hmm. so she sighs and closes her eyes and while she is there in that beautiful position we have someone saying sleeping on the job now detective she opens her eyes and <laughs> that like this okay that this panel right here with her looking up into his eyes and him being like what two inches from her face it got me it got me i was like all right all right i'm shipping it i'm gonna get out the wood planks i'm building you know (laughs) it's so cute like it's just so romantic. Like, it reminds me of the Upside Down Spider-Man kiss, in a way. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it was very romantic, too. <laughs> you know the first Spider-Man movie that came out with Tobey Maguire? You never saw that one? I don't watch superhero movies. I only watched Thor because of Chris Hemsworth, and I was yelling at it the whole time. But, you know, listen, Chris Hemsworth is very handsome, so it had to be done. <laughs> yeah, I... I just thought it was like it's like pop pop culture is that like she like removes like half of his masks and they kiss each other upside down and stuff like that and it was like a thing so this kind of just reminds me of that that's cute but this is even cuter oh my gosh he okay I can't Kieran is just like so obvious with his affection and his love and like he's his flirtation he's not even trying to be flirty you know oh 
it's it's like he's going for what he wants without saying it outright. Like he wants that relationship with her, but he doesn't want to like really do it yet. So he just flirts and pretends that he's just having it up. Really, that is what he wants. He doesn't want to scare her. He knows he knows more than anyone and like what she's going through, especially after finding out with her parents and you know, all this stuff, you know. All, there's just too much. He just not he's not pushing. He's giving her her respect for her boundaries right now. I think it's adorable. Also, I don't think he's ready to actually propose a relationship because he doesn't think he's worthy of a relationship. He thinks they're especially their life circumstances are not. Yeah. You know, can't, okay, so there's two elements. There's like I can't, I'm not worthy, the whole psychological self-worth thing. And then there's, I'm like in the, uh, the PS and like, they're going to kill me or her. So there's like the, the circumstance, which doesn't allow them to be together. So there's so much working against them. Yeah. And even once the circumstances are lifted, he'll still have the self-worth problem. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but he's definitely pushing the boundaries with pretending to flirt slash yes flirting. <laughs> mm, I love him pretending right <laughs> just always pass it off as a joke but it's not it's never a joke <laughs> so now he uh gets up and she's like kieran what are you doing here and um he says well i was at the precinct today he sits down near her heard that news that a certain officer prevented the murder of green's killer in extremis brought him to the hospital only to discover he was already involved in the weapon operation I barely had time to be proud of you before learning that the hospital was on lockdown due to said killer's murder by a nurse gone rogue. Okay. Hello. Kieran. Oh, I will let you comment now. <laughs> uh, just, I love, so he's still like joking with her, but you can tell he actually is proud of her, which is, that's why I didn't want to say anything at the beginning because like that's how I went going into it and that's how I've been going for a while because I know he has self-esteem problems I know they both have like so much trauma and he's in the phantom scythe and whatever you know and all this stuff is going on I was like I'll just be happy for them if they decide to you know just be friends and like she just has somebody in her corner and then they pull this on me and I'm like gosh oh gosh dang it you know like making him all cute and stuff (laughs) flirting with her hard while talking about murder I mean getting killed it's it's kind of a lot but you know it's just he stole my heart gonna have to get the wood planks out and the hammers and the nails because this is my ship is I am building the ship right now but it might take a while because this man is moving so slow. Molasses. <laughs> well, Lauren also, Lauren's not even moving. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, to me, this just like proves what I always say, that Lauren by nature is highly sensitive and affectionate and warm and emotional and sweet and tender. Because I mean, even with his trauma and his job, and his experiences he is still so soft and so receptive and so like generous like i know sorry what do you think how okay. he's sensitive and sweet and awesome and amazing 
it almost seems like this that side of him that is the you know the purple hyacinth killer is just like a different person it's like a persona does that make sense Mm -hmm. like my daughter and I because she's a dancer and we were talking about like how like one of her favorite dancers is that like you know he's like goofy and funny and stuff like that but the second that the music starts he's like he like gets himself into this mode and you can see his face change and stuff like that and it's like he's a whole different person when he's on stage and dancing it's like his persona and I'm like like that's how I feel about Kieran that like that's a completely different persona it's not actually Kieran it's this persona that he had to create to survive yeah you know so that's what it feels like to me uh maybe somebody will disagree like uh but that's what it feels like is that it's a completely different persona that he's able to box away when he doesn't need to use it and I think it's gonna actually the more that he and Lauren go into this I think it's gonna be harder and harder for him to box that persona up and like you know deal with it because like that is a trauma to him and that's unfortunately what a lot of trauma victims do is they box it up and they put it away until they can deal with it and stuff like that and I think that's going to be hard for Kieran to box it up and he's going to have to deal with it sooner rather than later. You mean box up his purple hyacinth uh, persona? Yeah, yeah, that one. So do you mean you suspect that like that side of him will come out once he even in one no it's more like he boxes it up and forgets about it if that makes sense whenever he doesn't have whenever he doesn't have to and like he does acknowledge it here and there but I think that he's gonna have to like actually like come to terms with that whole persona and that whole side of him like soon you know what I mean and I think it's gonna be like raw emotional we're all gonna cry ugly tears and it's gonna be awful Yeah, I am looking forward to that scene. I love, I mean, 136. Um, I will have more 136s any day. I love that. Oh, yeah. Drama, drama. Yes, write me down. <laughs> so Lauren's like, it was Belladonna. Of course it would be her finishing the messenger's job. God, I can't believe she managed to slip in so easily. So yeah, so that's probably why she said, you know, she was quick on the reaction. She was like, yeah, it was Bella. Right. And, and Kieran says, by the way, I love like the, the mist in front of the, no, not the mist, what's it called? The something in front of their eye, their mouth. Um, lighting is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She says, Blair's hours were counted the moment the messenger set foot in his home. Somehow one of the apostles or the leader himself must have figured out that he was suspected. Uh-huh. And then she's like, but how? How could they know so quickly? I found the notebook really two days ago. Only a handful of people at the precinct know about it. People I fully trust. And Kieran asked the $100 question or a million dollar question. You think March or Herman? Mm. And Lauren thinks back to um, Hecate telling her, he is closer to you, more similar to you than you think, Lauren. You must remove the blindfold. Was she talking about that someone will betray you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Who is closer to you and more similar than you think and lauren thinks about it and she's like no it's impossible i've known marsh for years <laughs> he lost his wife to the phantom side well actually <laughs> what he said was that something like his what he lost his wife to the criminals that have been plaguing Otter hollis for too long he never said right. wife. and he knows about lauren's ability and he does. dumb and that's that 
So I don't want to suspect him. I I suspect Herman the most right now, but so many good points being brought up about March right now. I'm on the March train. I think that March is plausible because he is compelling and he's gray and he has cause to do what he does. And he's sympathetic. I don't think the leader is going to be someone that we hate because then what's the emotional drama of that? I think the leader is going to be someone that we like because it has That's to fair. our gut. I hate that you're sounding so right right now, but you do sound right, honestly. But I was thinking that there might be a chance that Herman is actually the leader and he is literally just getting rid of like because i mean it's it's been said that you know a lot of the apostles are rallying against the leader and stuff like that and that's you know and he would know that lauren's parents were killed you know if he was the leader and that's why he hates her so much i don't know and keeps her off of everything but i mean it's really obvious though if he's that it is obvious it is obvious but you know what maybe they're trying to trick us into thinking it's march and then make it and be like no it can't be that obvious you know what i mean like that's not that's the only reason that i don't suspect march because i'm like but they're the signs are pointing to march so maybe it's not march because the looks like March right because it's so obvious like you're like okay it's so obvious it can be Herman because we all hate him and stuff like that and you know let's point everything towards March and it's like psych guess what it was Herman after all maybe it's both of them maybe they're both involved somehow I don't know I would be very surprised (laughs) if Herman is at all like PS Lauren says Herman's hatred for that is entirely genuine and I'm on board I think he is whatever he presents himself to be He's rigid, he's law-driven, he's a little narrow-minded, and he hates the PS, period. I really think that is all the, that only thing that he is, but I don't know. We could be wrong. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, you already suspect the sermon. I don't, but, so I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, and he says, she says, I would have heard either of them lie at some point, especially with everything that happened today. But there's got to be a mole in the precinct, and we have to find out who. And Kieran's look over there. I, I know. know. I don't know. <laughs> he looks a little guilty and troubled. But you know, I don't know because the next line he kind of like like makes fun of it. And he says, "There's a suspect, actually, a dark and mysterious part-time archivist. Something fishy about him. I don't quite trust him." <laughs> Which is hilarious. But I'm I still know. a little troubled by the look before. Do you think he would be the mole and not tell Lauren? Do you think that would actually be something he would do at this point in the relationship? I don't know because I feel like there's like he does try and like like shield her. You know, if he thought that by not telling her that she would be safe in some way, I could see it. You know what I mean? But I just don't know how yet. But I, I think that there is like a possibility, but I'm not leaning that way right now. Yeah. Me neither. That look is but a little awfully guilty. <laughs> yeah. It's a little <laughs> little maybe maybe he knows for sure who it is. That's the question. Maybe he knows who it is. Maybe it's not March or Herman and he's just trying to throw suspicion off of that. I don't know. 
I will hate life if it's Will. I'm gonna be so mad if it's Will. No, no, no. That's too much. Too much. I will hate life. I'll be like, I will throw my phone if it's Will or Kim. Like, because they both. Wait, does Will know about her ability? I can't remember. I know Kim does. I will hate life. Hate life if it's either of them. Be so mad. They would. It would be unfair as a reader because they've been presented in a way that doesn't. But they do. Look, I mean, look at the drawing of the author and the artist at the end with their with uh so like like readers tears mug every time. (laughs) Wants to make us cry. I. I will cry. She, she could just kill Will off instead of making him the bad guy. No. <laughs> I will throw my phone. You already will throw your phone, you said. So. Mm. <laughs> Whatever it is. Leave Will and, Laura and uh, Kim alone. <laughs> All right. So he jokes about himself. I think it's hilarious. It's really funny. And she's like, I'm not joking, Kieran. It's like, I know, I know. Okay, Mr. Flirt. And she says, as frustrating as it can be, we've got other priorities to tackle for now. Uh, no, he says that, sorry. He says, I finished putting together Redcliffe's file and it needs to land in Dawkins' hands as soon as possible. Not in the most complete, but surely enough to incriminate him. She's like, oh, record time. Thank you. She's like, you're the one who should be a detective. Look at that. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just like a little smidge, but you know, I'll take it at this point. I'll take it, Lauren. He's about nine. And she's complimenting him. I know. So. Teasing and a compliment. Just kill me now. Mm-hmm. So now, speaking of compliments, Kieran gets down on one knee. Okay, not oh really. My gosh. He, he's, what's the word? Crouching. Almost yeah, like a like- knee. Basically. <laughs> and he doesn't quite propose, but he does give her a massive compliment. Looking at her in the face. He says, you discovered the Phantom Sites weapon hideout entirely on your own, potentially killing a new violent terrorist attack right in the egg. Not quite as impressive, but not bad. Look at that smile. As he looks up at her. As he died for Oh my gosh. This man is such a giver. He is so patriotic. How dare he? I was just going in not necessarily expecting romance, and then he does this to me. How mm. dare he? I what? This is the, the audacity. Ever. If men have nothing, they have at least the audacity to do this <laughs> to me. These two D men. <laughs> uh, it's gonna stare at that face <laughs> for a while. What did Lauren's face, though? What did Lauren's face? Her face looks like Will's earlier in the episode. Violet. So soft. Honey dripping out the eyes. No. These two are getting so close. Okay, I want, you know what I want? I want some introspection from Lauren. She had some introspection, like, after he came to visit her in that amazing suit. I want some introspection and thinking about the relationship. What does it mean? Why do I feel about Kieran? What does Kieran feel about me? She has to start thinking about you know it. You what it's I like, want? What? I want, I want the he spends the night trope and all they do is just cuddle. That's what I want. Yes. Lord, if that happens, I will 
pledge eternal gratitude. I'll never be snappy again. I will be never. the kindest soul ever. <laughs> just, <laughs> just maybe they go on a trip somewhere and there's one bed and then just spend one night in each other's arms. It doesn't have to be sexual in any way. I just need them to just be vulnerable and open and, and cuddly with each other. Go so fast. After like, how, like seriously, I started so neutral and then I read this episode. I, was like, I mean, legit at the beginning of this episode, you're like, we're friends and now you're like, one bedroom. <laughs> how far do you have come in 40 minutes? I know, right? Like, seriously, that I didn't want to get too into it at the beginning of the episode because I didn't want to give away my feelings. I finally got here and I'm like, oh, you know. oh, we love it. I was not expecting fluff, but I I was not complaining. So fluffy, fluffier than cotton candy, fluffier than cloud, like just, just pure fluff. It's adorable. Oh, awesome. And then, not to make things even better, he asks her, how are you doing in the midst of all this, though? Hello? Wait, this man is like a saint asking you about her feelings. I'm going to have to ask him to stop a little bit before I go too far over this, like, ship's edge right now. I'm, you know what? I'm already there. Just whatever. <laughs> okay. He's just you're making men everywhere look bad. The truth is, Yoel is actually really nice. So Yoel can measure up to Kieran in, in this regard. But I mean, everyone out there has to learn from Kieran and take a leaf from his book. Agreed. Agreed. Especially by crouching down because like, <laughs> that's like a way of like giving up your like almost like power when you're the short, when you're the smaller one and you're looking up, you know what I mean? It's like very non-threatening. That's why you're supposed to like crouch when you talk to kids and stuff like that. You're supposed to meet them at you know, at their level or smaller, so they feel like more comfortable, like they have power in that moment. And they're, look at him, look at him crouching below her. How dare he? And um, I happen not to be a fan of his like short little ponytail. I love long hair men, and um, but I don't know. I, I hate the position of the ponytail, but some people like it, so I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> I'm uh, not normally a fan either of short ponytails. But it's, I'm kind of digging it. I wish his hair was longer. I love long hair on men so much. I love long hair on men. When Johnny from NCT had those hair extensions in for uh, the Work It music video last, was it last year? Was it year before? Anyways, loved it. Loved it so much. I was like, yes, more men should have long hair. Okay, I'm literally looking up Johnny NCT hair extensions. It's like the purple ones think no oh. they're blonde they're blonde yeah, yeah. well it's, it's really pretty yeah pretty. Yep, and the long hair just made it better you want to see somebody who's really pretty look up Hyunjin from stray kids uh backdoor music video yeah. his hair is super pretty that was the, that was his hair during the backdoor concept so pretty okay i think i have the video oh it's blonde also very like white white blonde, ice blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's nice. A little bit like Hero of the Witcher with that style. <laughs> very cute. All right. So, so that's it. Just I mean, if uh, if the artists and every, I mean, you know, time has gone by. If you want to let Kieran grow out his hair to like that, where he has just like a little 
you know thing with some like hair coming down I wouldn't mind mm, yeah would not mind <laughs> yes and obviously um as many fans are requesting we have to see Kieran's here loose and down in the, the comic <laughs> I think that nobody will survive that if we have any characters LPH fans will just just, just die just right <laughs> kill right over tragedy. <laughs> we'll die happy huh very happy but i need to live for at least a little bit longer i'm going to a concert next month so if you could just like not kill me before then <laughs> okay <laughs> so she says i'm all right feeling like i shouldn't be here safe not knowing what's going on while tristan is involved in the devil's operation right at this moment oh she leans back her head again and someone on discord pointed out that like Look how much she is revealing her neck and how much she trusts Kieran. Like, it's not even a question. She's like, oh, I know. Literally showing off her neck to a seasoned murderer. Like, right. an, a seasoned assassin who could just do anything, just so, you know, out there and vulnerable. Doesn't even what care. Was, you know what I bet he wants to do to her neck? Yeah, I don't I don't think he wants to put the boy there. I think he wants to put no. it there. No. <sighs> and she's like, nobody knows what's going on there. And now it's just a great shot from above. Like <clears throat> I'm not gonna say it, but it's a little suggestive. Just saying. He's like bowing in front of her. Yeah. Like legit bowing in front of her. So I'm just gonna leave that there and we can yes move on <laughs> those who know no all right <laughs> so um we are transitioning to the uh, operation that she is referring to and we have this mine we have a bunch of mining equipment it looks like some uh train little mine train with like coal or whatever and a bunch of soldiers it looks like there are yeah, yeah. Have- one yeah the, the, the officers are super world war one mm-hmm. yeah those like uh what they're called oh helmets uh they're ready to enter we have our dear old tristan i am so ter- i was so terrified that tristan would die this episode i was like i, am I was so okay. terrified like yeah. this is like let's give they're like let's give you all this fluffy stuff okay now time for terror <laughs> yeah i was afraid okay so i'll go on a little bit i'll tell you what what point i was most afraid so they're advancing there's like these tunnels there's the train they're going through um there's some junk you can't really make it out bunch of junk there's like a random stick of dynamite there Uh, yeah (laughs) i don't know what that was i guess i don't know what anything about dynamite and um they've reached the mouth of the tunnel and they're like what's this and then someone taps a rock and falls over and falls down 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 and this was the point that I thought it would like hit some explosive and they would all blow up and die. That's what I thought too. I was like, that was a dumb move. Told that he's dead. Like, oh, you dumb bitch. Like, seriously, look what you're doing. <laughs> I was I was like, what's wrong with you? I I thought I think he did it on purpose to test like what's there, which I guess, but it's a pretty big rock and like dynamite, I don't know, explosives. Like you're literally going to oh to find explosives. I don't know what's I don't know. I'm tell you. 
the APD is not making good decisions. The Army is not making good decisions. Tristan, you should really do better. Sorry. <laughs> Tristan, you should have some. He's actually wearing a helmet right now in the next panel. Like, what the heck, man? Why would you take off your helmet? Like, why would you not be wearing a helmet right now? Like, come on, broski. Like, do you have any self-preservation skills right now? Yeah. I mean, besides for plot armor, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a little actually confused about what happened because it falls. And then the next scene is like more soldiers. So is it falling over them or is it just like a weirdly paced place? Panel? I think it's just weirdly like just, it's just showing like them coming in as that thing is falling down. Okay. Like okay. the army like coming in. Is what I that think. makes more sense. So Tristan says, holy gods. And he looks down. Um, there's this giant precipice, and there is a, there are boxes and boxes of neatly stacked, uh, well, we can only presume to be some kind of explosive, uh, nitro, battery. I, I forgot what they use the term, I'm like thinking back to like, I'm like, did Iridium do this, like, I have all these like fantasy books and stuff going through my head, I forgot what they're actually called, nitrate, nitrate, I don't know, nitroglycerin, I literally forgot yeah, what they're called. Yeah, it's really C4, who knows, who knows? <laughs> So yeah, um, it looks like they found it. And he picks the radio up to his head. He says, Chief Sinclair speaking, Arsenal located. And it ends. Although I have to say, it just occurred to me now, he could just be dying in the next episode. I, I, I'm i sus. I think things will go wrong. <laughs> Do you? Oh yeah, I 100% think things are going to go wrong. If they all of a sudden are like, nope, nothing goes wrong. We just discovered this. I'm going to be shocked. But you know what? This is one of those series that I never know what's going to go happen next. We don't know. You think you know, and then the opposite happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, right. Like, it would be too easy. We we need some drama. We need some conflict. So, but I don't want him to die yet. I'm not ready. I don't want him to die yet. I'm not ready for anyone to die yet. Like, I know, I know somebody is going to, but I just, I'm not ready. Or if somebody's life is going to be in danger within the next two episodes, I am like, that's one thing I can bet on is that somebody's life is going to be super in danger. I mean, their lives are already in danger, but I think it's just going to get worse. But <sighs> We love you, Tristan. Please don't die. I mean, but maybe you could die because someone has to die. Otherwise, it would be sad and like not dramatic enough. <laughs> That's the truth. Maybe he'll get maimed. Me. <laughs> okay, then, but then someone else has to die. Nera, tell no. Nera, why would Nera tell the that he died? Oh, because she is in touch with Doctor Interesting. I guess it's plausible. Well, we shall see. <laughs> like I am going to be on pins and needles until next week. Oh, it's okay. just how it's going to be i am going i am already like i need to like read something or watch something fluffy after this because my heart can't take it from going straight from sweet fluff to murder and then going back to straight sweet fluff <laughs> to oh crap there was like flammable like explosives all around and if we have the mole, the mole would know that they've gone there and who knows what they're up to, right? Like, what are, they are they planning on, like, 
detonating stuff with Tristan and the army there to like take them down? I don't know. That's, I feel like it's going to happen because the mole knows that they're there. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> All right. Period's art corner. What's your favorite panel? Oh, I know what my favorite is. This is my it's favorite. Either, <laughs> yes, it's either that one or the one with like Will and Kim looking at each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're both. I need to hold on to the fluff for my own well physical well being right now because otherwise I will die. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's go back to the fluff. We are we are fluffy. This episode has been incredibly fluffy. Just clouds, rainbows, unicorns. Kieran and Lauren, Loki. I mean, uh, Will and Kim. Basically, this episode has just been. Mm, Amazing. Nothing sad, nothing horrible, nothing anxiety induced happening. Like, nothing there, yeah. But like literally the way they go from like so sweet that you're going to gag to like literal like brutal deaths. Like like just a few panels later. Really? And then of course they go from like frantic, you know, like adventure or action is what I'm trying to say like in action and so like that to like sweet like hearts connecting and so like that to literal bombs <laughs> like, <laughs> a little much so much I think I think it's intentional I think that's how they like it yeah like a roller coaster like you go yeah. up and then you go boom, and then you go up again and boom. Uh-huh. that's what makes it exciting with my heart <laughs> that's what's going on in my heart right now so yeah thanks for that guys i appreciate that so much we we do that's why we come back every week i know it is that's why they're taking all my coins right now so yeah it's just like new coins today right right now actually for this episode (laughs) i've been i've been like saving up all of my like google rewards and stuff like that to like make a giant giant purchase so Hmm. i know it's coming Yeah, well, this was exciting. This was fluffy and yes, dramatic fun a little bit. So uh, it was a great episode. I loved it. And thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll find out in future episodes what happens. I'm going to be, I can't, like, I can't think about it until next week. And then I can get, like, all anxiety ridden again. So that's. Save the anxiety for next week. All right, one week. Good night. Thank, Thank you. you. Good night. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, and Watching You People, Emily, Jean, Jen, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Gastaldo, and Emma Cora. Your support is truly appreciated.